Shalom, Chantani, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Part two. Part two. two. With Minute. me, Alex it's Robinson. Alex Robinson. Part two. two. Minute. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. <laughs> I gotcha. Whoa. Sentanza should we just start over? No, give it to me. <laughs> well, come on, 64, you can do it. Anyway, this is Godfather Minute number 64. Godfather Part 2 Minute. Let's start over. Damn, Shalom, Chantani, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Part 2 Minute. Minute. Starring me, Al Alex Robinson. Robinson. And starring me, Andy Robinson. And together we're talking about Minute number Godfather 64. Repeat after me. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Sessanta quattro. Sessanta quattro. You got it. That means 64. It would still mean 64 if my father was still alive. <laughs> Which coincidentally is the same minute we're talking about today. Yes. Um, in minute number 64 of The Godfather Part 2, our friend in Miami gets nostalgic about baseball and health. <laughs> uh, when Mikey stands and closes the doors. As if on cue, the retired Vesta turns up the volume of the TV uh, with the newscaster blaring, Corleone confides that there will be blood. Mm. Michael, <laughs> there will be blood. <laughs> so um, the first thing we learned, last week we learned that Hyman Roth likes baseball. Mm-hmm. And, and now this minute we learn why he, or when he started liking baseball. That's right, yeah. Uh, and this is 1958, and we uh-huh. learned that 1919, when Arnold Rothstein fixed the World Series, mm-hmm. that is when uh, that's when Hyman Roth cites his baseball fandom yeah. as starting. Now, in 1958, is that common knowledge that that World Series was fixed, or is this an inside joke between he and another mob boss? They both have a good laugh at it. Um. Well. Well. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, well. So. The it was it was well known because when it, mm-hmm. when it happened in 1919 there was immediate like investigations mm. and stuff into okay. it. So, yeah. well, my question was, is is a Hyman Roth speaking like this is just common knowledge and he believes it to be true because it's what everyone knows, or does he have first hand information? That mm. Rossi actually did um, fix the That's right, series. yeah, because he was around know. then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Arnold Rothstein. Arnold Rothstein. Real life, um, real life gangster. Mm-hmm. This is where the, the, I guess this is one of the few times where a real life person, yeah, where a real life criminal gangster is mentioned. Yeah. Actually, right. not even real life, I mean, who else we hear? Tony Bennett. We hear, um... <laughs> Ingrid Bergman. Uh, Ingrid Bergman, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey Zaza. Well, he's not a real person. Oh, though. says who? <laughs> says that stone. Joey Zaza will never be a person in yeah. this town. Uh, other, are there any other, any Gosh, other people mentioned? Good question. Uh, I'm thinking of GF1. Um, no, they just refer to vague senators, yeah. governors, even the president. They don't mention anyone's name. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hitler. Hitler. 
One <laughs> <laughs> of the rare, uh, rare yeah. uh, people mentioned. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be a great uh, uh, Jeopardy answer. Who's what? Who the, is? Uh, one of Hitler, Ingrid Bergman, and um, and Tony Bennett, and Arnold Rothstein, and Arnold Rothstein. <laughs> <laughs> who are the real life character? Real life people. What do mentioned? all those people have in common? They're all yeah. real life people who are mentioned in the Godfather <laughs> movies. But uh, Arnold the Brain Rothstein. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some research into him, and very fascinating character. Hmm. Um, Tell what, us more. Worthy of his own um, like story, I think. Mm. Uh, well, he was a uh, New York gangster, a crime boss. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike many other, uh, like Vito Corleone and presumably Hyman Roth, um, he was born into a like stable middle class home. Oh wow! And it sounds like he was really good at math mm-hmm. and was just bored with everything else. Like he was just like a like almost not like a sociopath, but like. He just didn't care about anything other than uh, he got into he started gambling when he was like a little kid, and oh. he, he loved being able to like use you know he was really good at math and gambling. Yeah. And his, his, so from the time he was a kid, he was just like gambling all the time, and his oh. father was you know, and he was like, oh, I don't know if maybe part of me was like my father said not to gamble, so I would go gamble on purpose yeah, and, yeah. and so on. But uh, a lot of money, a lot of money in those stats and probabilities. <laughs> so once you once you get into that world, of course, that's when. Um, um, he started, you know, running gambling operations and numbers mm-hmm. things and stuff like that, including uh, so um, 1919, the World Series. Um, that's the famous Black Sox uh, scandal where the Chicago some players on the Chicago White Sox took money from gangsters to throw the game mm-hmm. uh, very clumsily, which is why it was investigated, because by yeah. all accounts, they were really bad. Like it was so obvious yeah, they were throwing yeah. the game. Um but uh, Rothstein always denied it. In fact, he testified in front of a grand jury and said, "I had no." He's like, people are always using my name as a wow, as like so, a thing. Like they go to a player and say, "Listen, Arnold Rothstein is fixing the World Series, so we're going to pay you this." And then they go along with it, even though he's like, "I, I would never, you know, I would never have done that." And as soon as I knew that it was being fixed, I didn't bet on the game at all on the on the World Series. So, are you buying it? Of course, I mean, he's not going to admit it when testifying, right? Right. But there are also conflicting stories from other gangsters who said, oh, yes, he was involved, and other people who said he wasn't involved. Oh. So it's there's no real definite answer about it. Oh, Obviously, wow. it's, it's so a, unresolved. Unresolved. I mean, oh. it seems like he should, like, he probably did it. But like yeah. you said, a lot of people, other gangsters would use his name and trade on it to sort yeah. of foster the Well, maybe thing, that's so. why Hyman Roth and Mikey get a big laugh out of it. I'm Russell. Ever since Arnold Rothstein <laughs> fixed the World Series in 1990, because ah, so, they they both know it's not true, but oh, yet Arnold Rothstein like keeps a, getting blamed. It's like an inside joke yeah. among mobsters. Oh, so oh, there are really three. There are three outcomes: either he didn't fix it, and Hyman Roth believes he did. Either he fixed it, and Hyman Roth knows he fixed it, or he, they he knows that he didn't fix it. But he's yeah. along on the gag. But yeah, he's saying it, as ironically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like that one the best. By the way, yeah, that's the that's the, the deeper humor. That is the best one. Um, his nicknames were Mister Big, the Fixer, the Man of Town, the Big Bankroll. Those were all <laughs> yeah. nicknames he was known by. The big, which, whoa, which one of those would you? If you got only one, Alex, 
Which one would you go for? Mr. Big, the man uptown, the fixer, or the big bank roll? Oh, they're all great. The man uptown? It's great. I think I'm man uptown I like the best. Really? I also like big bank roll. Yeah. That's kind of fun. <laughs> the big bank roll. But that seems yeah. more about your bank roll than it is about you personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the other one? It was um, Mr. Big. Yeah. And, and the, the fixer. The fixer. Yeah, the fixer's good too. Yeah. The man uptown? The man uptown. <laughs> that's great. That's like our friend in Miami. Yeah. Right? Like, I go see that man uptown yeah. and we'll talk to... Uh... <laughs> that's when they all get together. Uh, Johnny Ole has to interpret. He's like, no, no, no. Our friend in Miami is meeting with the man uptown. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, who fixed the World Series? No, no. The man uptown told Mr. Fixer to get oh, in touch with first? our friend. And- <laughs> Um, so, uh, in addition to his gambling, so once prohibition became a thing, that's when he's like, we got to get into that too, because people are going to want booze and mm-hmm. he started getting into other, yeah. um, organizations, but he was also known for being a kind of, um, moderating intra gang disputes. Huh. Okay. Also, like if you had a beef with another gang, you'd go to our Rothstein and he would kind of negotiate it. Yeah. He would take a fee, of course, for of his. Of course. Yeah. His, um, He's not a communist. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, because of that, he was able to actually go to the city and use that as leverage. Like, listen, I'm the only one who's keeping all the gangsters in line. So, oh. you know, you want to work with me because yeah. I'm kind of providing a valuable service. So yeah. even that's how that's how because without me, the, and there shall not be the peace. Yes, Without exactly. Him. Wow, that's a good position to be in. <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. That's a real niche role, kind of like the Bochichios had that real niche role in in the world of, of mob activity. Yeah. Right? Right, yeah. The he Peacemaker. Was... That's not a good mob nickname. The Peacemaker. Hmm. Nah. Big, I'm going with Big Bankroll. Big Bankroll? No, I'm going with the man uptown. I like the man uptown. <laughs> it's a little classy. Yeah. There's some class to it. <laughs> I always thought that Arnold. Wait, I, so I saw maybe a couple seasons of Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, is that Arnold Rothstein? That's Arnold, Arnold Rothstein okay. is in that. And it's funny. Years ago, when I first started watching Godfather, I think I'd always thought that Hyman Roth is modeled after Arnold Rothstein. Right? Is that not the it case? Is not the case. Okay, so just Roth Rothstein, just coincidence. Well, it's not a coincidence, as we learn in one of the deleted scenes. When uh, oh, yeah. when he's hanging out with uh, young Vito and mm. stuff, they like Clemenza's like, oh, we gotta give him. A, he, he's like, we gotta give him a nickname. He's calling him like Johnny Lips or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it when, yeah. when we get back to the flashback scenes <laughs> in the uh, later on in the movie. But um, yeah, that's and that's when uh, Vito says, well, who's someone you admire? And he says, Arnold Rothstein. Arnold Rothstein. He always had good health. <laughs> the healthiest man alive, Arnold <laughs> Rothstein. And then that's when he picked the name Hyman uh, Roth, Hyman as, Roth. A, as a tribute to wow. that. Um, Hyman wow. Roth is mm. based on Meyer Lansky, who was a sort of disciple of mm. Arnold Rothstein. Okay, that makes sense. He's like the next generation yeah. of, of gangsters. Yeah. So, Maybe um, that's why Hyman and Michael are laughing when Hyman makes the joke about the Fixed World Series. Why? Because they both know that Hyman is Hyman Roth is named after him. Right. And, his, and it's Mikey's father who gave him that nickname. 
Oh, so it's like a little. It's kind of like ever since Arnold Rothstein fixed the World Series. But so, do you think this is a psychological ploy on Hyman Roth's part to evoke a memory that would bring his father, his father uh, Vito, into it? Like saying, "Listen, your father gave me my he gave me my very name." You know, yeah, I probably. Trust me. I mean, he does that later. We see he's like your father. I, yeah. the trucks belong to your father. Baseball too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, your, your father too He had a batting average of over 300 for that year <laughs> He could flip cards like nobody's business <laughs> Baseball flipping baseball cards um, Unfortunately they did that? They gambled with baseball cards too <laughs> flipping. Ever it since match, Rothstein They match everything <laughs> Match, match Unfortunately Well unfortunately on November 4th uh, 1928 Um Arnold Rothstein was shot. Oh. And uh, it took him like two or three days to die because, and uh, he never, he would not tell the police who it was that shot him. Okay. He was saying something like, you have your business, I have my business. That's what he said to the <laughs> yeah, cops. Yeah, the cops. He said oh, something great. like that. Like he wouldn't, you know, he's like, that's, you know, a totally different thing. That's so, awesome. yeah, they think it was most likely because of, um, he was in a, a big poker game and he mm. wound up losing like three. And he didn't pay. And he didn't pay. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he said, oh, the game was fixed. I'm, I'm not paying any of this because yeah. the game was rigged. And then he was uh, he was shot a couple days. Shot. So I read, there's a, a very famous gambling book. Each chapter is a different story of a different gambler, famous hmm. gambler. Kenny Rogers. And one of them, no, nah, it's a little older. I forgot the name hmm. of the book. It's it's fantastic. It's hmm. an older book. And one of the chapters is about Minnesota Fats. Oh, right. The pool player. And uh, he... I think it's in that chapter that Minnesota Fats talks about that story. And no. he, he gives, because I think he was around at that time. And he, 28? And, yeah, and he gave, in for, he basically told who he thought did it. And, and he said it was pretty common knowledge among the people who were all the gamblers in New York at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, I just put that together. Hmm. That, that was that same story, Arnold Rothstein. That's something I think is, um, you know, I'm a history buff. You're a history buff. I would mm-hmm. call you a history buff. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I love about learning about history is, like, you can... It's when, like, stories intersect. Like, you can be a baseball fan and not know anything about true crime, but if you're mm-hmm. a baseball history fan, then you learn about the Black Sox scandal and mm-hmm. how it was fixed and stuff like that. Now, here we are on our side coming from a totally different point of view, like the organized crime thing, and then it's intersecting with, you know, baseball. I don't know. I yeah. just think that's, that's, that's awesome. one of the fun things about history. Oh, that's is, so is, great, yeah. You learn how everything is interconnected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the other noteworthy things about um, about uh, Rothstein is he um, apparently would do, like, his business in public because, I guess, oh. a way to be, like, safe. He apparently he would... He would stand on a New York corner, surrounded. He had like four bodyguards around, and then, and then he, when people had business with him, they would like he'd say, "Meet me on the corner of 49th and Seventh," and then they would just talk about it, like do it wow. in the streets. So it's weird because it was fun. safer. I guess so because he's like out in public and out in the open. No and, one's going to shoot me. Yeah, exactly. On the corner, you know, Times Square. One thing you learn is that any you can get to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is funny that Ivan Rothbard's have been gunned down in a in a public airport. Oh uh, yeah, after. just like his idol. <laughs> just like that, consent. He had to at least take some comfort in that, like just like Arnold Rothstein. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in minutes. Yeah, I want to know <laughs> a what's couple going of years through. from now. Yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's what I have about Arnold Rothstein. That's Maybe it's awesome. be just an offhand mention, but like we said, we don't mm. see too many real life people mentioned in uh, in GF. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad we really explored the the potential inside joke angle of of mentioning Arnold Rothstein. I like the, I like the interpretation that Arnold Rothstein didn't do it, but that it's it's like an inside joke between. Do, do you, you think know. it was? Do you think the the mob, all the mobsters at the time, collaborated? The whole thing was a joke. They said, "Okay, no matter what, tell everyone that it was Arnold Rothstein, even though it wasn't him. Just keep saying that. This will be our <laughs> joke on him because he's always the peacemaker. Let's like get him for once. It's just kind of like a fun thing. They weren't worried about it at all. It's not like they were trying to pin it on him. It was really just a gag. Yeah, so exactly, people would be annoying they, him. they just knew it would get him angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, it'd be funny if he did all his business in public. Wouldn't he have fixed the the baseball game, the World Series, in public? <laughs> yeah, it's a little know. risky, yeah. right? The, the guys come up to in their uniforms, like, oh, right, <laughs> yeah. right before the game. <laughs> Alex, if you were a baseball player, are you asking me is this to get to know who the real Alex Robinson? If you were a baseball if player, I was a baseball player, mm-hmm. and you already decided you were going to be one of the people who threw the game. Okay, well, I don't know why you're making this assumption about well, my morals. I, I didn't want to say like, would you or okay. would you not? I, mean, I don't want to go there. How would you throw the game as a player? Hmm. Well, what is do I what do you, are you telling me my position or do I am um, I telling you my position? You are that would you are an outfielder. Oh, an outfielder, and then you bat too. Yeah, on okay, offense. Um. Well, I guess. Okay, we, here we go. And the ball fly to center field. Wait, Robinson am, am running I, toward I'm it. I'm catching, or am I Robinson run? running okay. toward toward <laughs> it? Looks like he's gonna make that catch to end the game. Yeah, I guess I just like bobble it. <laughs> I catch it and then just go up and drop it. <laughs> oh, he drops it. Robinson drops the ball. It's like behind me. I don't know where the ball is. But there's plenty of time for him to throw it because the, the runner slid, uh, tripped at first. Starts cramping up. Robinson's got a hamstring pull. Looks like it's slowed down. This game is anyone's. <laughs> it's all like, this game is anyone's. It's all like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're really dragging your feet. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that's very naked gun. And all like, well, that would be funny to see like a really like how badly you get like they could do it to yeah. really make it look like they were okay. And you're a pitcher now. I'm a pitcher. Yeah, I think I would just hit every batter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the thing with a pitcher is like you can't be too bad because then they'll just take you out. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're a fielder, you don't get that many. You're probably not going to make that many errors where you're going to be taken out of the game. That's hard. Right. And if you're the only one in on the fix? Well, there was, like, four I know guys. there were a bunch, yeah, but yeah, if you yeah. were, it would be really hard. Yeah. It might even be impossible because you might be removed if you made too many blunders. If history has taught us anything. <laughs> any play can be, can be mishandled. Any error can be made. I guess the because I'm guessing it's all spreads is what they're worried about, mm-hmm. and, and I guess yeah, or maybe this maybe as a result of this, they stopped going for. Oh, you have to throw the whole game and just you just have to shave some points. Off. Yeah, yeah, because a it's you can you can 
it's it's easier on the consciences of the players. Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing, if you're a sports man, I imagine it's much tougher to, to be convinced to throw a game as opposed to say don't win by as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like saying you, yeah, you guys you always, have to throw the game versus just don't play as good as you normally would. Yeah, and you can different. only only the team that's likely going to win can is the team that'll fix it, can fix it. Yeah, can, because, can throw it. Because presumably, well, <laughs> although I guess the team at the bottom could be, again, just trying to lose by more. Yeah, that's true. Like if they're going to yeah. lose, like, okay, you have to lose by at least 10 points. So yeah. if you're getting closer than that, you got to slow down yeah. and, you know, you got to, yeah, you got to. <laughs> I guess run. It's hard to fake running fast. Yeah, I guess that's like when you have to he, start doing the cramps thing. All that <laughs> yeah. Shoelaces are untied. All oh, sorts yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> it's like, um, like a Bugs Bunny episode. <laughs> did they ever have a Bugs Bunny playing baseball? It yes. seems like, a, oh, they did. I'll have to yeah. look that up again. It was like him versus like 20 guys. <laughs> so, uh, gas house gorillas. Yeah, so, I guess if you're the batter, you just swing away and, you know, strike out. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know if I've told you this. If I was if I was the king of baseball, mm-hmm. one of the reforms I would do is you could foul out. Yeah, because there's because there's nothing there's nothing worse on earth than being at a baseball game mm-hmm. and a guy hitting like seventeen fouls in a row. <laughs> You're like, come on already! I don't care if you make it ten, but there should be a cap on the number of fouls you you should be allowed. Come on, let's get this game over so I can go home and watch the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The beauty of baseball. The, you're there. Baseball too. You got the beer. You got hey, you the crowd. All right, you're convincing me. You're convincing Arnold Rothstein. Arnold Rothstein. <laughs> hey, speaking of baseball, one more little bit about yeah, what you got. So you know, I follow the Yankees uh-huh. as you should too. You're from the Bronx. I don't follow the football game. So, the baseball game. I don't know if you heard the Yankees fans were terrible at a uh, <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise in, in uh, the right field bleachers where the. Oh, you yeah. remember we used to go to bleachers sure, all yeah, the bleacher time, bones. even in the new stadium. It's they're all misbehaved there. Yeah. Well, they started throwing trash at one of the Cleveland outfielders, mm-hmm. and uh, the outfielder uh, got really pissed off and, and ran over and kind of scaled the wall mm-hmm. and just started with one fan going face-to-face shouting at wow. each other. But he like he ran up, he kind of scaled, he scaled the wall. The wall. Like and yeah, he didn't jump over. Well, that's why I brought up the next day the fans were calling him Spider-Man because they had, <laughs> they had another game with them. <laughs> they were like, it was probably like, Spider-Man. Or like, uh, <laughs> let's go, Spidey. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, Spidey. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of Arnold Roth, <laughs> of Arnold Rothstein, yes, and Hyman Roth, mm-hmm. I think it was last week we were discussing where Hyman Roth was born. That's right, we were, and um, so we Did asked, you... we'll answer. Hyman Roth, uh, born unknown. The the Godfather. Okay, we asked, <laughs> we answered. <laughs> <laughs> what All else right. you got? <laughs> I can I got it. <laughs> no, uh, it is unknown on the. It's not mentioned because obviously, as we learned, he this is not he's not in the book or anything like yeah. that. So this yeah. is, there's no very little backstory mm-hmm. about him. Um, Meyer Lansky, whom Hyman Roth is based on, mm-hmm. um, was born in Belarus. Oh, okay. now in the news. So yeah. you were right, Eastern Europe. You Eastern you guessed Europe, last time. Yeah. Um, yeah, makes sense. In case you were curious, why do they think Meyer Lansky is Hyman Roth? 
Uh, yeah, why? Meyer Lansky was famous for a quote talking about uh, organized crime, and he said, "What well, bigger than General Motors?" Did he really? He did he really? Oh said it, yeah. man, that's uh, great. And Meyer Lansky's um, last name was Sukolansky. Uh, Suk- okay, I'm, I'm sure I'm mauling the pronounce- pronunciation there. Obviously, just short to t- shortened it to, to Lansky. Lansky. And later on in the movie when, uh, or in the deleted scene where Vito says, what's your name? Mm-hmm. And he says his name is uh, Hyman Sukowski. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, so a shortened version of what yeah. Meyer Lansky's okay. real so name it's was. Cl- so, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, so that's, he's generally considered. He's definitely him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, minute 64. Now yeah. we've settled our wow. scenes hash. Thanks Let's, for doing all that research. Sure, like it's I said, to, it, was, it was fun. To understand the historical context yeah. of it all. Um, so uh, during this whole scene, I don't know if you noticed, Mikey is holding his trademark lighter. I did notice. I did not notice that. Which, as we established last movie, is kind mm-hmm. of the talisman of his superpowers. He can kind of right. gives him his, his Don powers yeah. when he holds the lighter. Yeah. So, uh, so we, this is what he's doing. It's kind of like it. his little blankie. Yeah. You know, it's his security lighter. Well, so it makes he, him feel rested and relaxed. Well, too relaxed. And remember, that was that's what. Um, Mikey said to Hagen at some point, he says, I want him to I want him to feel completely relaxed. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That's why he has the lighter. Do you think Mikey does better on defense? I feel like Mikey works is 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 in the game more when he is like uh like having to fight for it. He work he mm. he's better as the underdog. Mm. Because if you mm. like GF one the Corleones were kind of the underdog, you yeah. know, like, oh, the Corleones, they're being driven out of, the, the, they don't kind of, kind of muscle anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and that's when Mikey does his big moves, and here also, Mikey is kind of playing weak and defensive. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that's when he's kind of like... Well, I mean, maybe in general, that's that's a good position to be in, because you want your enemies to... Closer. To underestimate your... Yeah, your strength. Yeah, and so that's a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He definitely learned that in GF one. So, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I love Hyman Roth's dialogue in this. I basically wrote down every line. Oh, he good, says I did too. Yeah, the, go for okay. it. Go for it. Um, well, so yeah, he talks about the. Um, I heard you had a little trouble. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, after he finishes the baseball thing, I heard you had a little trouble. There's a, there's a bit of pause after the World Series, and he. he Hyman Roth's face starts to yeah. kind of shrivel up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Comes a little somber. Mm-hmm. I heard he had a little trouble. So, question. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hyman Roth knows what happened. Yes. This, this is all was all orchestrated by Hyman Roth. By the, Hyman the, Roth, the attack yeah. and everything. So, they, I heard you had a little trouble. Not from me, but I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> is well why are you looking at me like that michael it wasn't me <laughs> he's the worst ever um <laughs> uh, well is he is because there's a pause before he brings it up mm-hmm. is he thinking it, is he thinking mikey's gonna bring it up or is i can't believe he hasn't brought it up yet i have to ask him like it's is it driving roth crazy that mikey didn't come in being all like nervous and and it almost think, seems like he's almost like saying, so, anything exciting? Like, he wants to hear what Mikey's reaction is. Oh, you think he's kind of baiting him to to get him to share what he's thinking? 
Well, it seems almost like in a in a perfect. It seems like Hyman shouldn't have brought it up. Should not have brought. Should it not up. have brought. Isn't it up. that the reasonable thing to do, Mikey? They're all the heads of their family, wouldn't it? It just seems natural to bring it up. I, I what does that even mean? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it just he does see. I can see what you're saying that it is a good way for Roth to get at. Get Mikey to talk about it, so and well, and also he like he more. says later on about like this is the business they've chosen, and yeah. he didn't ask questions. Yeah. Seems like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't. It's not the kind of small talk you would bring up. Like yeah. also, I heard someone tried to kill you. you well, know what if I mean? he it's, doesn't say it, is that more evidence? Is that more or less evidence to Mikey that Hyman had something to do with it? Well, we don't know if my theory is correct and that this is not something you would normally bring up. Yeah. Or not. yeah. So if, if it's not something you normally bring up, then that would seem to be evidence that he is behind it. Because yeah. why would you bring that up Like when it's such a... I don't know. You can go so many different layers, though. That's another just yeah. way to throw him off. Right. I like to I, imagine that Roth just can't even help himself. Like he so wants to find out. He can't even wait for Mikey to bring it up on his own. Oh he has to. Gosh. He has to. Kind of, it's almost like that pause. He's just like, oh, why is he not going to bring? Why is he not mentioning yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, that is great. That is I mean, great. That he's been in the room for forty-five seconds. But, yeah, you know, like yeah. in this kind of a situation. I, I would have thought an, a different icebreaker would have been a, a segue into that. Would have been House a little Fredo. more appropriate. <laughs> How's? <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I hear he's quite stupid. <laughs> Can't handle anything. I was going to say more like, why did you say no to the tuna sandwich, Michael? <laughs> it was made him sound like Johnny Kit. tells me. Ma- Michael, why did you say no to the sandwich? <laughs> Johnny tells me you Johnny did. told me on the way over you said you were quite hungry and then you turned down the sandwich. Yeah, Michael, nothing more important than good health. Fish. Antioxidants, Michael. <laughs> Michael. It's like Tessio always used to tell me. <laughs> Alex, the paywall is the most important thing. <laughs> how do people, uh, how do, but what if people want to get beyond the paywall? What if they want to hear the rest of the content in the episode? We have a lot more Heimer Roth imitating. We re, uh, rate the episode and we get to hear you do a rap slash poem that's right I do a Ryman Hyman original poem in rap style oh boy so go, <laughs> go to godfatherminute.com slash support check it out do you think I like the song no 